Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading to you from the internet. Why, well, why not? And today's what is going to be coming straight from the pages of the mighty Reddit.com. Now, as you may know, or may not know, or may be ignoring, Reddit is a user contribution site. I don't even know how you really describe it. It's, it's not really a forum. It's just like, but there are threads and everyone. I suppose I could look into that, but I'm not going to. Anyway, Reddit is a huge community, a very uh, powerful and interesting community of varied degrees of people varying from here. You got your uh, people who really care. People who are just trying to get their uh, points, their votes up and down. You got lots of different little subgroups, you know, like you've got uh, Reddit slash R slash atheism, Reddit politics, Reddit music, and a million different little categories. And a lot of people have been suggesting that I read from Reddit. And so that is what's going to happen. And um, uh, I don't know, there were so many to choose from. There's a million different subreddits is what I'm trying to say. And the subreddit that we're going to be reading from today is the Ask Reddit subreddit. So this is where people ask each other questions and they answer them. And in this particular Reddit that we're going to be reading from is entitled, Admit It, What's the Creepiest Thing You've Ever Done? By Asian Redditor. And the initial post goes like this. Was studying in the library when a hot girl asked me to watch her computer. After she got up, I went on her computer and added myself on her Facebook. Edit. Shout out to all my trend Redditors. Keep it classy and creepy. And Reese's Feces writes, This girl I was secretly in love with in college invited me over to her house in the summer to hang out. Her parents were out of towns, but we were quote-unquote just friends, so there's no chance of sexy times. The previous year, she had gotten a breast reduction. While she was quote-unquote freshening up in the bathroom before we went out to see a movie, I unlocked the sliding glass doors in her basement. After the movie was finished, she went downtown Chicago to party with some other friends. I went back to her house, went through her parents' desks, found her breast reduction photos, photocopied them, and fapped them in her room while sniffing her dirty workout clothes. Yep. Edit, her name was Kara for all those internet detectives out there. Edit 2, her parents kept the entire reduction file for insurance purposes in case the company came along later and tried to fuck them over for quote-unquote cosmetic premiums or some shit. Also, the whole act was thought up, planned, and mentally executed within a three-minute period. Hey, remember how her tits look? Bet you'll never see that again. What about the medical files? Hmm, good thought, brain. Better sneak in while she's in Chi-Town. And a fish in the well writes, In sixth grade, I stayed in at recess so I could rub my penis on the chair of a girl I liked. And Numlocks writes, I wandered into my sister-in-law's house and fapped into a pair of her underwear. Edit, This totally went better than I expected. It's like I just karmed all over myself. That's because he has received 1,661 upvotes for admitting that he masturbated into his sister-in-law's underwear. Now, if you remember the previous podcast, we discussed that sort of thing. It's amazing. It's in the air. Anyway. And Pseudo Programmer writes, I was driving one day and I noticed a car ahead of me with a few geeky bumper stickers, a Think Geek license plate cover, and a custom plate with a random word on it. As he turned, I could see in his mirror that he was a mid-twenties, nerdy-looking, bearded, long-haired fellow. I then assumed that this word on his license plate was a username or something of some sort. I googled around for his license plate name and my city and whatnot until I got a first name out of a random forum post, then went back to the Google and got a few leads on a last name. I narrowed it down to one candidate via 
via Facebook profile pic thumbnail and added him. He messaged me with, hello, hi, do I know you? To which I responded, are you the fellow in my city area with license plate redacted and sticker Elite Hacksaw and a game programmer? Drives a Honda Civic LX with a Think Geek license plate cover with source code is free speech or something along those lines? And he says, that is fairly specific, but yes, it's me. What's up? And now we are good friends and hang out pretty regularly. Such an ideal way to meet new people, right? Edit, he is also a Redditor. That is a long way. (laughs) There's a lot of things to do to meet somebody. And Foot Fetish writes, Probably the worst was licking the soles and sucking the toes of my friend's feet while she was asleep and had no idea what I was doing. I also moved her ass cheeks apart and sniffed her shithole a little bit and then masturbated quietly. I feel really, really bad about it. (laughs) Oh, that is a... uh, uh, Yeah, sure. And Oh Boy Throw So Hard Away writes, Okay, First, I want to clear up that any similarities to a recently front-paged post about a dude and his sister-in-law are only a coincidence. Also, I know this is creepy as fuck, and I've never done anything like it before or after, but it's fucked up, and I'm not going to make excuses for it. Well, here goes. A couple of years ago, 19-year-old me got asked to take care of the dogs at my girlfriend's house while their whole family, including her, were on a trip. This pretty much meant I got to stay alone in her place the whole weekend, keeping the dogs company, feeding them, and playing video games. Shit was pretty cash. Anyway, her pretty hot cousin lived there, and the last day of it, I got into her room, not really planning to do anything weird at that moment, just walking around the house. Then I saw her notebook on her bed. Long story short, I got into it, spent a while searching the hard drive, and eventually hit the jackpot. Nudes of the cousin. Plenty of them. And not just nude pics, but actual sex pictures and a freaking video. I couldn't fucking believe it. Fapped right there, went home, picked up a USB drive, went back and saved all that stuff. I still have it stashed, hidden and encrypted, of course. Did not get caught. I'm a monster. TLDR, got into GF's hot cousin's notebook, found nudes and sex vid, fapped, kept the prize, still used sometimes. And baller cost writes, You know when you're in elementary school and you're forced to exchange valentines with everyone in the class? I would re-lick the sealed parts of the envelopes of valentines from girls I liked. I was creepy in fourth grade. And decent opinion shares. I worked in an office one summer. Out of boredom, I wanked in the toilets one day and accidentally, but very obviously, got jizz on my trousers somehow. To cover it up, I forced myself to vomit. Okay. To cover it up, I forced myself to vomit on my trousers, fingers down the throat. Then I went out to my boss and said I needed to go home. Crisis averted. And Daryl Dumpling replies to that. Ah, the old vomit on the jizz trick. That one is a classic. And Gilly12 writes, in a highly disturbing post, Jacked off when my blind roommate had his headphones on a couple of feet from me sitting at his desk. He never knew. And Ferculum writes, They say that blind people have a heightened sense of smell. Are you sure he never knew? And then there's a lot of discussion about whether or not he could smell bleach, or that he was creepy, or all those things. It's very entertaining. (laughs) And most people agree that he probably knew, but was ignoring you. And Lazy Tardos writes, One of my friends was over. She was thirsty, so I went to get us drinks. After pouring her a glass of water, I dipped my balls in it and watched her drink it. And Radio Josh replies, don't do that. Ben Marvin writes, saw a hot girl in a bar that I had no chance with. I said, hi, I think you're very beautiful. And she said, thanks. I continued, so tonight when I go home, I'm going to go to think about you when I masturbate. And there's nothing you can do to stop me. She actually looked kind of flattered for a moment before leaving in a hurry. And Pulptastic replies, Better if you gave her a chance at least by saying, There's only one thing you can do about it. I don't think that would have worked either. And Butt Plugs for Life writes, When I was 11, I took a piece of paper that a girl I like had chewed a little home and ate it. And Tube Monster writes, When I was a little kid, 
I was in love with my 45-year-old neighbor. I'd often let myself into his house and just watch him from the hallway until he noticed me. I was four years old, so it wasn't as creepy as it could have been, but I'm sure it made him feel really weird. I also stole his cat. I kept it in my closet until his parents discovered it when it started meowing pitifully the next day. And Joe Tate writes, Imagine what it looked like from his perspective. And I will include that image on the blog. And Throwaways0782 writes, Well, here goes. This is the kind of dark and depraved shit that will make the rest of you ashamed to be human beings with me. My sister, who was one year younger than me, had this really hot friend who I always had a crush on but was never interested in me. Well, one day my sister asked me to fix her laptop, and I found a video of the two of them doing some lesbian fooling around. Neither of them was gay to my knowledge, so I was blown away. I saved a copy of the video to my thumb drive and wanked to it furiously for weeks. I eventually came to terms with the fact that it wasn't just the friend getting me off, it was the fact that she was with my sister. I would start doing creepy shit like sneaking into her room while she was sleeping and touching her and licking her leg up as high as her thigh. Oh, brother and touching her and licking her leg as high up her thigh as I could. About a year and a half after I found the video, my sister was killed in a car accident. Her friend came to the funeral, of course, and while she was kneeling alone over the casket saying her goodbyes, I wondered if she was thinking of what her and her sister used to do to each other. And I got an erection right there at the viewing. I got home and loaded up the video again and had another wank and then cried. TLDR, I wanked to the stolen homemade lesbian porno of my sister after her funeral. Edit to clarify that I wasn't looking at infant porno, although I don't understand how anyone could think one-year-olds would be able to make porn with each other. And Twanicorn writes, I used my boyfriend's hand to masturbate with while he was sleeping. That is weird. Okay. <laughs> Patrick Aaron writes, Honestly, how did he not wake up while he was gripping your dong? Which is that which caught me off guard. And Great Forward Hearing writes, all right, here we go. In high school, my two closest friends and I had a bit of a crush on our history teacher. It's hard to explain why exactly looking back. He was a chubby guy, still had acne even though he was around 40, and had a pretty severe speech impediment. He called it an accent, but I'm pretty sure that was bullshit. Anyway, he traveled pretty extensively in his younger years, and my friend and I somehow got the name of a man he had stayed with in Cambodia. We ended up making a fake Facebook profile for the Cambodian man and added every single person who shared the last name with our teacher. It was a fairly uncommon last name, only about 20 people total. Most of them accepted our friend request. We creeped through their photo albums and were able to find a few pics of our teacher confirming that they were related. To the confirmed relatives, we sent a message saying something like, My name is Akra. I was a very good friend of Mr. Teacher years ago, and I'm looking to reconnect with him. What has he been up to lately? All the responses said basically the same thing. I'm Mr. Teacher's brother or cousin, aunt, even mother. Unfortunately, Mr. Teacher passed away about three years ago. Our teacher had moved to our town about three years ago. My friends and I considered telling his family he was alive, but ultimately decided it was none of our business. I still don't know if his family actually thinks he's dead, or if they just collectively decided to fuck with a Cambodian man. History class that year was incredibly awkward. I couldn't even make eye contact with my teacher, especially when he'd say things like, I don't really talk to my family much. My friends and I never told anyone about this. TLDR pretended to be a Cambodian man to stalk our high school teacher ended up unearthing some intense family drama. And Surf1928 writes, I had a basement room with a view onto the main street at my college. A group of girls moved next door, and when they were outside painting their porch and dancing to Katy Perry while wearing Daisy Dukes and bikinis on top, I took the opportunity to open a slit in my blinds while standing about eight feet for them. Fap, fap, fap. And waltzing around replies to that. I can't decide if this is creepy or logical. Should I be concerned? And Surf1928 writes, I still think it's logical and would do it again in a heartbeat. My only regret is that I had but one load to blow. And Grizzledorf shares, I'm not the most beautiful dude. And if I tilt my head a little and bulge my eyes out, I look really goddamn creepy. 
Anyway, as my girlfriend and I were coming out of a movie theater, I heard these little high school kids make fun of her weight. So after the movie was over and I saw them get in their car, I sort of snuck up to their driver's side window and started super eye-bulge staring at the kids in the car while heaving my chest in and out really fast and flexing my shoulders. I wasn't going to do anything, of course. I just thought it would be goddamn funny. Anyway, before I did anything, the high school kid in the driver's seat flipped out and backed up really fast, wheel screamingly fast, into the front of another parked car, a parked pickup truck of some sort. I just walked away really fast and thought to myself, holy shit, I'm really scary. And throws a creep rights. I was at my girlfriend's house and her roommate had a rough night of drinking before. She was lying on the floor of the bathroom so she could be near the toilet. I came by and started talking to her about the night before. At some point, her robe slipped open, exposing her breasts. I didn't tell her and hung around delaying the conversation much past the point it would have naturally ended. And I be one YY's guy writes, I taught myself how to pick locks. During college, I was hanging out with a friend of my best friend. My best friend told him I could pick locks, but friend of friend said he didn't believe me. After the party was over, I picked his locked door before I went home and left a note taped inside the door that said, told you. And Sam571 writes, that's not creepy. That's actually pretty cool. I wish I knew how to pick locks. And DL Man writes, When I was seven or eight, I did a science project on the antibacterial efficacy of various soaps. Basically involved keeping hands dirty for a day, pressing grubby thumbs into petri dishes full of agar, then washing and doing the same again. I'd take tracings of the cultures. Bigger colonies were bad. Smaller ones were good. This ended up winning the county science fair for my grade in a large metropolitan area. So that was nice. But before that, after I'd finished the experiments, but before I'd discarded the dishes, I got into a dispute with my parents. Don't remember what about. I thought, I'll show them. So I took the nastiest culture and swabbed it onto their bedroom doorknob. They both got sick as dogs and I had to take care of them for a couple of days. Served me right. TLDR, I waged bacteriological warfare against my parents using my science project, but I told them long ago and we laugh about it now. And oh god, that is weird, writes. I shared a bed with my dad until I was about 12 and would covertly masturbate while he was sleeping. I'm female, BTW. And Daddy Dom writes, I know of at least three other girls who have told me about masturbating while in bed with their dad. I'm beginning to think this is a normal part of female sexual development. And the gay roommate writes, this comment will pop up in my head in 20 years when I have a 12-year-old daughter and scar me for life. And Stahl1 writes, there is nothing a girl can write here that is not arousing to at least 50% of the guys that read it. And the Cashew Kid writes, the creepiest thing I've ever done is get super hard like four times already reading this thread. And Ripper Bard writes, in fifth or sixth grade, I sat for a while behind a girl I liked. Sometimes she'd brush her hair and individual hairs would end up on my desk, which I often took home with me. One day before school, I went to the bathroom and tied one around my penis. I spent the day thinking it gave me abnormal athletic prowess with which to... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I spent the day thinking it gave me abnormal athletic prowess with which to impress her on recess, along with any number of other voodoo traits. She still never talked to me. And Spiny Dogfish replies, If it hasn't worked by now, you can probably untie it. Let that puppy breathe. And Kevin Sucks writes, I guess this doesn't count because it was a friend of mine, but he's not a Redditor, so here we go. His friend allowed him to lay under his bed while he had sex with his girlfriend. So he got down under there, brought some tissues with him, and masturbated as his buddy and girlfriend copulated. To this day, the girl has no idea there was some hairy, naked, masturbating, bearded man under the bed while she was having sex. And Joseph Hell writes, a very brief one, which I doubt is true, which says, licked a urinal in school washroom, came in pants. And Swarfiger writes, the fuck? Joseph Hell replies, I was young and in love. And NTZ0002 writes, The fuck? And RMM45177 writes, 
I just laughed so hard I threw up. But the guy never explains exactly what he was talking about. Anyway. And Rostabin writes, When I was a freshman in high school, I had a super hot biology teacher. She thought I was hilarious and said I was the brightest student in her class. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, she would always take pictures with me during the course of the school year. The end of the year came around and she put all those pictures in a collage and gave it to me. I took it home and fapped. I did the entire summer. When I moved out, I took the thing with me. It's in my closet on the top shelf as I speak. Edit. Damn, guys, I guess I have to find her. Plus, blame my shit phone and ghetto iPad for not uploading pics. I tried so hard just for you guys because I love you. But fuck it. Just trust me on this one. I'll give you an update if I ever find my long-lost bio teacher. And Ceci Nespa Sparta writes, Dude, your teacher was as creepy, if not creepier, than you. And dude from yesterday writes, Equipped with a mirror, I used to hide in the girls' bathroom to watch them pee. And Atheist101 writes, Not only is that creepy, but it's disgusting. Good job. And Awesome Sauce123 replies, Only on Reddit would someone tell you good job for watching other people pee. I really enjoy the give and take of this site. And Chargelot writes, A girl I knew was leaving the country, and I was interested in her housemate, who I had only seen as a Facebook friend of this girl. The girl I knew was trying to sell her phone, which I offered to sell for her. She forgot to clear the phone book, and it was out of battery when she remembered, so I promised to do a factory reset on it for her. I plugged it straight in when I got home and fired it up. I took the other girl's number from it, then sent a last text to her saying, My friend Chargelot is coming over later to look for the phone charger. Just before her plane left, she replied, Okay, is he cute? And I replied, LOL, might be your type, he's single. Winky emoticon, he's a good guy and looking for a GF2, or something along those lines. Forget the exact wording. I got all dressed up, drove over, stopped a few doors down the road, did some push-ups beside the car to get my mu- <laughs> Did some push-ups. <laughs> Did some push-ups beside the car to get my muscles a bit pumped with blood. Also releases pheromones, which helps if you get close to them, and went in. We looked around for about 15 minutes but couldn't find it. Of course, it was at my place. Then we had coffee together and agreed to meet later for dinner. I took her to a place close to home, got her a couple of wines, took her home, and, and all was good for a while. We were dating. I knew sooner or later I would get caught out. Once the friends settled in and got back on Facebook, they would end up chatting and I would be talked about in detail. I contacted the friend first and told her I had always been keen on her friend, then asked if she would mind if I dated her. She said, no, that's cool. Then I said, I sold your phone, but, and I told her what I did with the text. She said, that's a brilliant, sneaky, cunning thing to do. I'm impressed, but a bit creeped out too. Pretending to be me to recommend yourself to my friends, I'm not sure I'm okay with that. I apologized, but pointed out, however, that it had happened and whatever I had done, it worked. And now her two friends were in a happy situation that could end up being a good relationship. So please don't tell her. I thought about telling her myself and making it out like it was a joke and fear of getting caught out made me decide to come clean after a couple of days. When I told her, I made her promise not to be angry first. Then I asked her if she had ever set up a meeting with a guy and pretended it was a coincidence she hadn't i asked what she would do if i'd done this to her she said she would leave me but seemed to be joking so i confessed that i had actually been a little interested in meeting her oh my god this is long so i confessed that i had actually been a little interested in meeting her after seeing her on facebook a few times and that i'd set up the meeting and sent the text she was pissed in a i have to get you back for that kind of way but not angry or creeped out after six months of regular sex several times a day getting drunk together eating crap food and living in the bedroom and on the couch with a stack of dvds she started to get bored and we drifted apart i replaced her pretty quickly after she called it off at the time changing girlfriends was more of a nuisance than anything else the original friend was upset with her over it and creeped out by my actions i wouldn't do that again I felt like a stalker hiding in plain sight. That was, I'm, I apologize, that was too long. <laughs> and Peaceful Communist writes, I jerked off in a park while it was raining outside. My Reddit friends, if you're reading this, I am sorry.
Oh my God. Why is all these stories about j- masturbating? <laughs> There's so many. And Quimby Mouse writes, When I was in junior high, I used to babysit for my MILF neighbor once in a while. As soon as the kid was asleep, I'd end up jerking off while pawing through the MILF's underwear drawer. Good times. (sighs) Alright, I think we're almost at the end of me wanting to read this. And Throwaway Creep writes, A. Visiting my brother's girlfriend. Stayed in her roommate's room. It was a suite with a bunch of singles. I was really horny, so I rummaged around looking for dirty laundry, but she had taken it home, I guess. I found a lacy thong and tried it on to see how it would feel. Then I found a pair with some crotch stains. (laughs) Then I found a pair with some crotch stains, then jerked off with it on my face. My post-orgasm shame had never before reached such a peak, and I don't think it ever will. B. This one isn't creepy in the normal sense, but you know how right when you're about to come you sometimes have a weird thought? Well, right when I was coming one time, I thought of my friend's girlfriend, and it really freaked me out. Post-orgasm confusion and shame ensued. I forgot another one. C. Public pool, alone, jerked off. There were security cameras. Ten seconds after I finish, a bunch of kids show up with their... (laughs) Oh, no. Uh... C. Public pool alone jerked off. There were security cameras. Ten seconds after I finish, a bunch of kids show up with their parents and I'm just mentally death staring them so they won't come near me and possibly get my cum on them as cum is quite swimmy in water and definitely still sticky. And throwaway XY78 writes, Stole pictures from the photo department of the drugstore I worked at and fapped the girls in them. And finally, to finish off the admit it what's the creepiest thing you've ever done thread. Here at Reddit, in the Ask Reddit subforum, I'll read you that Snoke Abides admits. Some years ago, during a 12-hour drive from Austria to Holland, I fapped while sitting in one of the back seats of the car. I was 12 back then and have no idea whether my parents noticed or not. Fucking hormones. And Fun Gal in SoCal replies, Mother of a once 12-year-old boy here, we notice. Okay. Well, those are some creepy stories. Most of them seem to feature masturbation. Or guys just being creepy about girls in some way. There's some of them are creepy and sad, that possible. I don't know if I've any, ever done anything that creepy. I'm trying to think. I remember one time calling for a friend who could not re- <laughs> This is a stupid story. I had a friend who had I had a friend who had met a girl and could not remember her name so he was going on a date with her that day and he asked me to call her mom and find out her name and how it was spelled so I called and pretended to be from the school newspaper and said that I needed to write her name in the paper for an article we were writing or something it was the yearbook and that we had had a computer failure and we just needed the full spelling of her name and the mom really made me jump through hoops explaining over and over again why I needed the spelling of her name. That was quite a hoop to jump through for that friend. I don't know if I would do that again. Well, now there's call waiting, so... And a caller ID, so this was pre-caller ID. I don't really feel bad about it. I felt pretty good about it at the time. Was that creepy? No, I don't think so. I'm sorry I shared that story with you. It wasn't creepy at all. Well, what do you guys think? Creepy stories? Now you have a place to drop them if you want. Right here on Reddit. Um, Reddit really is a bottomless resource for for, uh, stuff like this. So what else is new? with you guys. I'll tell you what's new with me. It looks like in September this fall, I will be doing a live Lou Reads in New York City and if it is successful, I will be doing them once a month through the fall. So um, more information on that coming in the near future. Still trying to figure out exactly how the fuck to make a half an hour show of me reading live. Interesting, but I've got some good ideas and um, 
I think that it's all going to work out. More details as that comes comes about. Wanted to give a shout out to my friends Kate and Finn, who are out in the world traveling in an RV. They have quit their jobs and bought an RV after selling their apartment here in New York City, and they are driving around the world of America, the contiguous. I hope that they are experiencing more of the world than I am. Although, living in New York is, is plenty. There's a lot to see here. Sorry, this episode is a little late. I had a lot of stuff going on last week with the uh, had to fly to Milwaukee to visit some friends and uh, the in-laws and whatnot. Saw some delightful bars. Oh, it was fun. And um, saw my old college roommate, one of the girl ones that I had. Um, not, a, not a girlfriend. Just uh, uh, lived with two ladies once and uh, made their lives miserable. That was back in the old the jerk Lou days before I became an upstanding citizen. Um, oh, I want to thank uh, Raw Top from the Raw Top's Breeding Zone for writing a, a uh, positive comment on the blog uh, for when I did the Raw Top's Breeding Zone episode of Lou Reads. He could have written something very nasty, but he felt that I did a good job of reading these stories enthusiastically, which is, uh, you know, hard to believe. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's good to know that uh, that sort of thing is received positively every once in a while. Um, still getting the magnet requests. They're just trickling in now. So um, I've sent out a couple, including I sent one to a uh, corporal who is in Kabul, if you can believe that. So there is going to be a Lou Reed's magnet in a country where I'm sure they could care less about podcasts in general. But hey, who am I to deny our armed forces the luxury of a magnet? Can I just tell you that uh, one of the bad things about doing a podcast when it is uh, summer, especially in New York City, is that when I'm recording, I have to have the fans and the air conditioning off. And um, oh man, it is sweaty work. I tell you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Lou Reads. I enjoyed recording it for you. Um, you know, Reddit is a wonderful community. Although, man, I've had a hard time getting things upvoted there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that is, but uh, I guess I'm not hitting the sweet spot. One of the problems with podcasts also is when people click through to a link where they listen to a whole podcast, they really go back and upvote it once they've started listening. So, like, with your digs and your reddits and your stumble-upons and whatnot, if people don't uh, have the option of voting on it immediately, they usually just forget about it. So don't forget about it. Write more reviews. Upvote everything. Everything! Don't be shy with your upvotes. In the pandering part of this ramble, uh, please remember that on the on the Lou Reed's blog, which you should go to, that there is a, uh, a donate button. There's also Amazon links and buy.com links and uh, I think 6pm.com links. I don't even know anymore. But if you're going to buy anything through any of those stores and you want to go shopping, uh, I will get a, a very small portion of those funds. So, um, but every little bit helps because, uh, I got babies to feed. Don't you understand? If you do shop at any of those places and you think about it, just give a click through and, uh, whatever you buy. I think Amazon is like 4% of the sale, which is not a huge amount. But, uh, one time somebody clicked through my link and bought like $800 worth of, uh, theater duvetine, uh, which I was very happy that they did that. And if you do that, you know. You can also let me know. I'm working on more stuff to give away. Some of it will probably be only through the live show. Still need to commission someone to make the Excelsior Club 
poster and all that nonsense. Anyway, I'd like to apologize for the delay of this podcast. Once again, I didn't mean to keep you waiting. It was nothing personal. Life just got in the way. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Lou Reads the Internet for you. My name's Lou. I've been reading the internet for you. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.